Hello, everyone, and welcome out to episode 382 of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky, a podcast where I talk a bunch of geeky stuff, some good, some bad, but all of it definitely geeky. And we're getting good, bad, and geeky a little bit live in this episode. For you time travelers out there, this was recorded August 4th, 2018 at the West Grandview Fringe Festival at Jimmy V's in Grandview, Ohio. Um, and I want to thank everyone who came out. We actually had a decent crowd that come out to see the show. Thank you guys so much. It was so much fun. And it was such a blast. I, I'm hoping to do it again next year. Now, I will probably say this later in the episode too, but remember to check out Eric Sternberger's website. He is our guest for the episode. And he did me a solid, I forgot to pronounce uh, rules for the drinking game because guys, this was... I did my own drinking game, the good, the bad, and the geeky drinking game. And guys, I ew, you, I don't know how you guys stay sober if you play this at home. This is literally us playing for every time I mess up. Maybe next time we'll do something like we'll have an official person that will be on mic that will sit there and say, drink, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, so there's a record of it so that you can see how many times you're drinking at home. But please check out www.erikstrnberg.com. That's ericsternberger.com. I'm sorry, E-R-I-K-S-T-E-R-N-B-E-R-G-E-R.com. Wow, I am just... See, you've already taken a drink. So if you're drinking along at home, I mean, you, you're already taking like four drinks right here in the intro. One thing we do not talk about, though, is our sponsors in the intro. So, we, yeah, we're recording this intro separate. Our official sponsor of the show is Audible. With over 200,000 titles to choose from, you get a three-day membership free with a book to get you started. Uh, after that, you get one credit a month. Good for any book, regardless of price. Ad-free premium audio that you can listen to offline, no interruptions. And you own your library, which... I think some people get a little nervous about that. So say you're a member for three months and you get three books plus whatever else you buy on top of that. You keep that. That is yours to keep. So say money gets tight because right now it's August. Christmas is coming up here in the next few months and you want to save money for Christmas. So you cancel it for the meantime to join it back later. It's pretty great. You own all those books. They're all yours. Now, if when you are a member, you say you don't love a book, you can swap it out for free anytime. And you get 30% off an exclusive member owner only savings. See, you would have taken a drink right there, by the way, people. A member only savings. If you're interested, it's really easy to do. All you got to do is have an Amazon account. And if you are one of the people living under a rock that does not have an Amazon account, well, then get one. Go to Amazon.com or you can go to free, get the free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash goodbadgeeky. Choose your first book free and download the Audible app and start enjoying your new audiobook. And last but not least, we're proud members of the It's All Been Done Presents Network. And speaking of the network, do you have a vague remembrance of the Bare Naked Ladies? Well, Evan and Saker hazily stumble through every single Bare Naked Ladies song one week at a time. See what we did there? From the first album to the last, driving themselves crazy along the way. Do you know anything about BNL? That's probably more than they do. Strap in for pet theories about vampires, retirement homes, murders, and more with It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Check them out along with all our other programs at iabdpresents.com and support us at patreon.com forward slash iabd. Now, guys, what's really cool about this episode is that we, again, we are at the West Grandview Fringe Festival 2018. We have a, we have a really nice crowd and we talk about the movie Mission Impossible Fallout, and my guest is Eric, and we do a bunch of fun stuff, some of it which you'll hear in, uh, you know, in the intro, or this is the intro, sorry, you'll hear it in the show itself. So I'm going to stop talking and let the, let, let the show start. start. I, wow, I really suck at this. See, you should be like taking tons of drinks right now. And welcome out to the West Grandview Fringe Festival 2018. I am uh, Nick Argenbright, and my guest this evening uh, for the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky is not Nick Argenbright. No, that's right. That's correct. Bad. You are not Nick Argenbright. It's true. I'm just going to call you not an A for the rest. <laughs> Fair enough. No, this is Eric Sternberger. You can check out his website at ericsternberger.com. I dare not pronounce that incorrectly just yet. <laughs> 
And the reason why is that uh, for those who've not seen or heard my podcast before, I fuck up a lot of words. I say I go on weird rants. So we're playing a drinking game today. And I've never done this. This will probably go very well or very poorly. If you would like instructions to play along. I'll, I'll distribute them. Oh, yeah. yeah please do. Eric will be walking around with them. But uh, I'll just go over some of them with you. And well, there's not a lot of finish your drinks on because you'll, you might get fucked up with the others. If I can't pronounce a word, an actor's name, or just generally fuck up something, take a sip. If I mention the Ninja Turtles at all, take a drink. If I mention my normal co-host, Jim, Nathan, or John, and obviously they're not here, take a drink. If, spoiler alert, I mention a death of a major character from the last Star Wars movie or The Last Jedi, uh, definitely take a drink. If I mention that my wife or her opinion on something, take a drink. If I mention any of the DC movies that aren't Wonder Woman and how bad they are, take a drink. If I mention Rocky and Boinkle, take a drink. These two, these last two are kind of tied together, which is we go on weird, weird tangents and rants that somehow get back around to what we're talking about. Um, and I call that inceptioning the conversation. So if I say that, take a drink. And if I actually do that, so we're going to talk about Mission Impossible Fallout today or the Mission Impossible movies. If I somehow go, oh, yeah, uh, uh, some other, like Jerry Maguire makes me think of this, I don't know why, well, Tom Cruise maybe, but that sure. would be one where you take a drink. And then if I say inception of the conversation, you take a drink. Uh, and then the only time you'd finish your drink, which I don't think I'll do these, but just in case I do, dear God, help us all. If I go three, two, one, because usually that means I fucked up and it's an editing thing. Actually, it says if anyone does, so or I could anyone. do Anyone. Oh, no, no, okay. That's a correction. If I say three, <laughs> two, one, oh, Good Nick catch. will not let Thank me have you. the power. If I rant about George Lucas or if I give a major spoiler from a movie and I don't give a spoiler alert on that. So, and speaking of spoilers, I think it's important to the general guise of this podcast is because we talk about anything and everything. We are going to talk about Mission Impossible and Mission Impossible oh. Fallout. I thought I, I, I went and saw Death of a Nation last night. I thought we were doing that. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. Son sorry. of a bitch. Damn. I sat through that fucking thing. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. But. We might spoil things, so please be wary uh, of that. I would never see that. Movie. Oh, and then the last half of the show, again, this is where it will all hopefully tee up to greatness or probably horribleness, is uh, there was a, a thing that started on social media a few weeks ago where cast a movie with all Muppet characters, but you keep <laughs> one human actor. And we're going to do The Last Jedi, Star Wars. Okay. That's on topic, so I'm not taking a drink for that one. Sure, sure, sure. And, and then one of the things that I have a reading for is, is Jaws, where you keep Quint, but you... So we're going to be doing probably very bad Muppet impersonations. We'll be taking maybe some of your suggestions. We'll read quotes. I like it. Uh, so it could be very... very I, I, would, I would love to see it like a reverse version of that with Mission Impossible with one Muppet. And it's, I mean, as much as I love Tom Cruise in these movies, because they are... I mean, what would they be without him? Just a Tom Cruise Muppet running his ass off. A Tom Cruise Muppet? Like all across rooftops. Now, see, I would like to see Grover as Ethan Hunt. Like, red light! Green light! And just running his... Across the the rooftops. Yeah, and the the little... little, You can see the little wire as he he dangles back and forth. Um, So, yeah, Mission Mission Impossible Fallout is the sixth movie of the franchise... And this was echoed earlier today from, I think, Culture Papagogo when they discussed, because they discussed a little bit of the first movie. Okay. I almost screamed that out, which is my favorite moment. Your mom said something about where the, the, the fish tank exploded, but I love that too, because he looks at Kittredge, he's like, red light, green light. How much, wa- how much water was in that fish tank? A lot of that was water. A lot of A lot of water. Yeah, yeah oh. that's, that's, that's completely <laughs> what we're talking about. <laughs> But yeah, so that's one of my favorite. I, it, it's one of the things that, and I know a couple of guys from I think Birth Movies Death were talking about it. Is like this is one of the few franchises right now that hasn't gone toxic. Yes, which that's very very it sad and so very true. sad. Like so many, so, so many of these like fandoms have gone toxic lately, and uh, they've almost all gone. Toxic. I know, like for somehow Mission Impossible is like one of the few that's like people just like enjoy. Well, it's like, they, I think you already know that Tom Cruise is crazy. Yeah, can we accept that. Uh, yeah, and he might jump on a couch occasionally, and he karate chops the air, but it makes him scientifically run faster. Look, there, there's times where I question and whether I should okay. get down on the floor to play with my dog, because I don't know if I'm going to get up. And at <laughs> his age, while he can run, fuck it, hail Zenu or whatever it, it takes. <laughs> I am in. 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, it, it does. It keeps each one keeps getting better and better. He keeps looking better and better for his age, and it, it's it's kind of an, and what's also interesting too is that if you had to ask me, I think this is with the other statement that was made earlier today was. If you had to guess that 20 years later we'd be talking Mission Impossible, I'd be kind of going like, with a new cast, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Keep not, rotating it out. Not with, not with Tom Cruise still kicking along. Nope. Although um, there, is, there is only one member from the current cast I would follow if they decided to continue without Tom Cruise. And who would There's that one be? person that would have to be the lead. Ving Rhames? Nah, uh, fuck that. No, Rebecca no. Ferguson. Oh, 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 wait, wait. Wait, wait, what? Rebecca Ferguson. Oh, Rebecca Ferguson. I would, I would love, I mean, if, if they're going to continue without Tom Cruise, in my opinion, it has to be, I would follow is, is a Rebecca she, a spinoff for who, sure. Who does she play? She played Ilsa. Ilsa, okay. I'll take a drink. Nice, I got him. Yeah, Ilsa. Ilsa, Ilsa. Okay. Who, who, she was seven months pregnant making this movie. What? Seven months pregnant. She does a lot of shit in this movie. She does a lot of shit, but she's also wearing a motorcycle helmet for a lot so of that shit. So you can't see her face, yeah. Yep. And there's a lot of close-ups of her flipping up the lid of her motorcycle helmet and firing a gun, where you only see a, the, the bust and above. Uh, yeah, okay. So, with Mission Impossible, I, I guess we should point out, if you've not seen all the films, the first one, they're, they're, the, the goal was, it's like a director-slash-director yeah. and Tom Cruise... Yeah, Tom Cruise clearly wanted to produce his own Casey Wagner, Casey Wagner Productions, I think. Yeah, I think his own his own like thing. Yeah, and, and, he, and he wanted to team up with uh, with directors for them. Right, and so Brian De Palma did the first one. Yep, I like the first one a lot. That's it's great. still it still mind fucks me to some unimaginable degree because I I still try to pay attention to how De Palma shot that to figure out like when the switch off happens, and I can never. Never figure it off, and also I just like Janae Reno. Oh yeah, being Janae Reno, I mean he's just—he's awesome. That's true. Even though he's sadly the bad guy, but I mean there's well, so many things going on in that movie. And I—I I love too. Like at the time, I remember people saying like, "Well, this movie is so complicated." Like it's not complicated if you watch it a second time. Well, it's all there. It's complicated for me. Because I know here's the thing, I get completely what happens in it, but I'm watching. I'm just trying to see when the trade-off happens. Okay. And every time I get, it's like a magic trick. You snap over here, and I pull the cards out over here, yeah. and I'm looking at like I'm, I'm looking at Max, but someone is moving in the background, and I think at one point I did go, okay, I saw it where the switch off between Hunt and Jim happened. You're, you're able to handle all the uh, close-up magic in Ant-Man. I am. I am. That would be kind of a. Yeah, a drink situation. That would be a drink that, situation. I, well, well done. Uh, I had to pimp you for one. But yeah, so so then John Woo did the second one. Yeah, not a good movie. I, and well, it's one of those things where it's it's a cheesy fun movie, but it's not a good movie. Yeah, it, it's kind of I don't know. It's I mean, it, weirdly enough, it's it's kind of like the outlier, just like uh, maybe Tokyo Drift is for the Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> Uh, which actually, let, let's take it back. There's the only other franchise that has not gone toxic for some weird reason. Not yet, As, but uh, it might here soon. Well, I don't know. I don't think it can. It's, it's so TI. based on machismo that can it go toxic? Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, we are Groot. I don't know. <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> that's a that's a valid point. Thank I, you. Yeah, Thank you. I I mean. <sighs> I'm waiting for it too because I'm, I really do think people are going to take sides of versus the Rock versus Ti thing because. Or is Ti it TA? is it? No, it is not. So drink. Uh, who? <laughs> Vin Diesel. No, I. Well, the Rock and Vin well, Diesel got was, into it, but there was I mean, someone else. Was it who's the uh, the former rapper? He's in Fast and Furious. Is oh, oh Tyrese. It's Tyrese. Dear God. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I mean, Tyrese counts in that feud as much as he counts in the movies. Let's. Be <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> and I say that with love. But yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 feel like, I feel like we've inceptioned the bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we have. Uh, like the John Woo one is kind of it's a John Woo movie. It's not. I don't know if it's really a Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, I'll go with that. Like there are things that happen in it. Like they do the whole typical. This is your mission. Do if you choose to accept it. Yeah. This message will self destruct in five seconds. Anthony Hopkins just shows up and is like, "I'm Anthony Hopkins." Well, and, and that's dead on. Person. By the way, was, there's also like I recently did a, a series rewatch of it, and there is so much bad background music 
in 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 that one, like, and not even and just before like, you get to Liz, uh, oh, fuck, well, Biscuit. And it, well, not not even the new metal bullshit, but even just like there's that Hong Kong cinema John Woo of the time, really terrible, like underscoring music that's just so obvious. I, I just thought the only thing that was really cool was the fight scene in the sand, but it took us how long to get to yeah, that? Yeah, it took us a long and, time. And, then, and then, then it got stupid when well, they got on the motorcycles again in the sand. Tom Cruise's hair was pretty good in that movie, though. It's, yeah, he had the like the Magnolia hair still, yeah, which was weird, which is, if you've not seen Magnolia, Tom Cruise had like long, flowing, like... Interview with the vampire Luis Brad Pitt hair, not like Lestat hair. And so well, it was just kind and, of... And he had the half-pulled-back uh, ponytail like in the back of half the hair, like the, yeah. the, the of-the-time man bun. But I think that was also the first movie, too, that he really started doing the stunts. Yeah. Because like, he did the stunts in the first movie, but I'm talking about like he did like... He's not really tied up on anything, yeah. and he's like on the fucking rock. Because the opening of that movie, he's on that on the, the uh, cliffside, and... Yeah. Well, I think that first movie was like noir with stunts. The second yeah. one was stunts without a plot. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get to the third one where J.J. Abrams is just like, maybe yeah. you should throw plot, like continuity right. in there, like maybe reoccurring. Well, well, maybe at the time they didn't know, but yeah. like maybe some more likable characters because you kind of fucked, nuked your team in the first movie. <laughs> and like, okay, I will say this. Kittredge has not come back in any of them. I want, yeah. I want, I want Kittredge to return. Yeah, Kittredge should have... <laughs> Kittred should come back. Uh, I don't give a Kittred, fuck about him. He was a good foil. He was. And like that would have been really cool because Ving Rhames, you said this on was it on Twitter? Ving Rhames does nothing in all the movies. Like how what did you how did you phrase it? He how did, he puts it in his contract to do the least physical activity. He basically stays in the van. He stays in the van the whole time. But like even in shots where there's action scenes, it looks like he doesn't move. <laughs> He just stands perfectly still because there's an action scene with him at the beginning of Fallout and like he just doesn't look like he moves and then that's a wide shot so I was like, is that really him falling? <laughs> you don't know. No, <laughs> no but like, I guess once we get into three, when JJ starts putting like a bit more like the, the interesting, I don't know, the, um, the aliasness of it. Yes, uh, to, they, to a they point. bring the wife. And he starts bringing in the double crosses and right because the first like, one had the double cross. Second one, there was no real double cross. It was just yeah, it was it was pretty much straight ahead. There was no. Well, that's actually one of the only ones where the enemy, the bad guys, ended up being an American. Yeah, uh, I was at three out of the six, the or four out of the six. The bad guy actually ends up being American. Yeah, yeah, because it was yeah because the last two, it's been the British guy. Right, although um, it was also Henry Cavill. Yes, so Henry, yeah, and his amazing mustachio mustache. Which, which Nick and I didn't shave for the show, just yes, in, in, yeah. in solidarity. Yeah, we did not. Nope. And, and that's what created Mustache Gate, which apparently is still a thing. Yeah, which uh, I love. Uh, Macquarie came out and commented on that this week. Who? So uh, The director. Oh, did he? Yeah. Macquarie, um, okay. Christopher Macquarie. He's a screenwriter and now director. Yeah, he, he was two. Cruz's go-to screenwriter who's ghostwriting a lot of stuff for a while. Really? So that's, like, he came in and did, like, Valkyrie and several other... Uh, Valkyrie's a good movie. It holds up well. Yeah, he, he was kind of uh, Cruz's go-to screenwriter to come in and fix the scripts yeah. of a lot of the movies he was in. Yeah. And then they just decided to let him direct... With I think it was Jack Reacher. Oh, did, was that the second the second one or the first, the first one? one? First one. Okay, I've not seen the first one yet. The first one's good. I need to, or, or maybe I'm getting the two confused. The second, the, the first one's the one with uh, Robin from How I Met Your Mother. That's right? the second one. Oh, so I've seen the second one, not the first. The, one. the, the first one has Werner Herzog in it what? as a villain. What? Okay, I, yeah, I, I mean, need to come watch on. That then. But and by the way, I like I don't and I don't know if you're being merciful on me, but you kind of distracted me away from talking about. The Justice League and how I, shitty, because I would say that's well, a shitty movie, so everyone take a drink on that one. <laughs> well, I will, I will say with that, though, the, the thing that came out with the mustache gate this week yeah, was McQuarrie was asked about it, and he said it was brought up, and he offered to actually shut down production of, so that when he would go back to film it, they'd shut it down a little bit longer so we could regrow the mustache. He gave permission and, oh, and Paramount came in and, and like, they, they did the numbers and they said it was going to cost I think it was like $3 million or $5 million to shut down. Oh, jeez. And, and Quarry went to, because uh, he had like, the people figure it out, he went to Warner Brothers and said, all right, will you pay us this if we shut down? 
Will okay. you pay our shutdown costs? And Warner Brothers said, yes, we will pay your shutdown costs right. if, you sh- if you have them shave the mustache and then and, and wait. And Paramount, apparently, it was like, they, they took it to Paramount, and Paramount goes, what the fuck are you doing? No! <laughs> like, why? Don't, don't shut down for like, a freaking No, we're mustache. not going to shut down so Warner Brothers can have a better movie. <laughs> Which, it didn't really help anyway. Well, no. Anyway. Well, I mean, uh, the mustache so wasn't going to help. Let's take another drink yeah. on that one. Yeah, sorry. But, but yeah, so apparently that's the, the full background story now, is that it was Paramount saying no. Well, the thing that's really, I think cool about Henry Cavill's oh fuck I'm also getting a little tipsy too so nice this all is just built to just tumble down quickly uh Henry yes because we're such good pals Henry C uh, I call him Hank Hank call him Hank <laughs> you're watching the movie and the first thing you get is like he's a bad guy vibe oh yeah well the previews kind of give and that away yes that too but uh, then to as it honest. keeps going on well but then it's also like Who's his handler? The the girl at the CIA. Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett shows up, and you're like, "Oh, is she evil? And or is she evil? And he's just well, doing her dirty work." So and, and that's where it kind of comes orders. in, where you don't know sometimes with the preview. It's like, is he the? F- is it the fact that Ethan's going to go rogue, so Henry's going to have to bring him in, and right. Henry's actually a good guy, right? Just playing who, by the rules. Who's, play, who's that's the jobbing? Yeah, the, in, in the movie. Like yeah. he's not actually trying to go after Ethan's the bad guy, right? And then, and then when they get to that point where there is the realization where, because I will say that's the thing that I like about the movie is that it does, at least for me, it kept me guessing because well, you write all the time and I write all the time. Your writer brain is always kind oh, of yeah, constantly going, so like you can suspend disbelief and enjoy the film, but you're constantly going, well, I would have him do this. Or that's why he did this, because he's the bad guy. Or because he's the good guy and he's doing this. And so it constantly had me constantly changing gears to the point where when he, it was finally revealed what he is, is yeah. uh, which is the bad guy. Well, And it what I like about like, that is, oh, and that's okay. where Henry has recently come out and said that this movie made him decide he wants to be James Bond. He would be good. And everyone I know who I said so. he would be bad hasn't seen this movie. I... I Okay, have you seen The Man from Uncle? Yeah. I love The Man from Uncle. It's a great That's movie. That's probably one of my favorite movies that year. It's a great movie, and I think he would be I yep. think he would be an interesting well, choice to play Bond, and I would like to see and, that. And here's the thing with him in this movie, is he plays the role two different ways. Yeah. And it is a nice change, where it's like the whole first half of the movie, when I'm watching it, I'm thinking, man, they're really like meatheading up Henry Cavill. Yeah. It was like he was making dumb choices and he, he was the hammer for sure yeah i mean he's like you know when he uh, when they go to jump out of the airplane yeah so there's a scene where they have to jump out of the airplane and, and ethan being ethan hunt is like telling him like this is what we need to do and then he they open the plane he's just like there's a gigantic storm we're going to parachute down to paris in a gigantic well, we're like above uh it's not sea level is it sea level no it's not sea level what is it they're above the point where they have to wear oxygen masks yeah because yeah, well, yeah, they're do- well they're it's, it's not, not just normal parachute. well they're doing a halo jump which is basically at the outer edge of the atmosphere outer edge of the right so they're wearing oxygen max and first off he doesn't turn his oxygen on yeah and he so he's just like turn your oxygen on i want you going dead on me on the on the on the on the jump drop down he turns it on and then he just goes it looks at the door opens and looks at it. he's just like i think we should call this up what if we get hit by lightning the mission, hunt. We gotta do the mission. Do the mission, because that's something that they're they're fr- they're telling Ethan that we don't trust you because something always goes wrong, and you care more about your teammates, more about whatever. And of course, he jump. Uh, Henry jumps in during the storm, and Hunt goes after him. And, well, and, and when, as soon as when Ethan doesn't want to, Henry yeah. he sabotages Ethan's gear and jumps anyway. Yes, which is a again a dumb bonehead move until you realize no. It was Henry meant. Cavill had to be there because he was supposed to be the guy actually at the meeting. Right. And he was using Ethan the whole time to get him into the meetings and keep his cover. It could be the alcohol, but you're kind of blowing my mind right now. See? And that's what I mean. Like, that's what I mean. Like, he plays like all this meathead stuff in yeah. the first half. See, I need and to watch this again. Realize the entire first half, he's playing Ethan for Ethan to get him into all these places. Because they said, I was thinking, uh, it's not Locke, it's... Uh, I was going to call him John Locke because of Lost, but it's 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 his, his character's name. 
Oh, Lark, Mark. John Lark. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I keep wanting okay. to call him John Lark because I lost, but it's John Lark. Yeah. So I'll, I'll drink to that one. Cheers. So the whole thing is John Lark is supposed to meet the contact, the White Widow, yes. at this thing. Well, if Ethan doesn't go, Henry Cavill can't actually get there. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. So the whole thing is be, this entire mission is essentially set up because Lark has to be, Henry Cavill's character has to be there as his I always character. took it that he was just watching Ethan and just going along with the punches. Right. But you realize no, but, no, but no, playing around. But uh, it's because yes. So bec- if Ethan didn't do what he did, Lark would never have been at the meeting. Oh man. Okay, so see, this is why this is awesome because I was not thinking that during that movie. I was yeah. just like he's just He's either A, he's the bad guy, and he's following him around to find out what Ethan's doing and then sabotage him later, or no, no, I, that, that's the, the makes entire so time much he's using Ethan. Well, that's what I like about the Mission Impossible series. They are kind of like, they all have little hints of, of that, and there's the double cross, and there is the, sometimes the triple cross, yeah. and then you, go, you come back, and especially in this one. Oh, and also, you mentioned Max's daughter. Yeah, yeah. Which was my favorite. F- reference in the whole film because they never reference even the only thing they reference besides Simon Pegg's character or the, the core characters is they bring the wife back from Mission Impossible 3 occasionally yeah and well, it, they, bring, they bring her back in all these like flashbacks which I thought flashbacks, was yeah. just gonna be like oh it's the um, I was like really hoping they weren't doing the cliche dead kid thing oh yeah like whenever too. you see a movie and it's like the person's having flashbacks like their kid on the beach it's like oh they're gonna be motivated by their dead kid oh and who is the one kid from American it's not American Pie uh what is it he's the with the floating bag he was her husband her new husband oh uh, uh West uh West Bentley Best, West Bentley sorry Wes Bentley which was the only distracting thing to me because he is so well known to have him in that small part I'm like wait is he in on the shit too no right I was just like oh no is is Hunger Games motherfucker gonna do something I was was like oh shit yeah Games Master's gonna fuck somebody but but I also liked how she kind of helped too which I thought was was, was, I, I felt like that was their way of kind of putting the pin in that Oh, that it was great. Thing, which, which it was, was a nice. great job of that. And then they set up Rebecca Ferguson's Lissa. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to drink two people. This is not... I should really be careful. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that was their way of setting that up for more. And the only... Definitely. I mean, they, 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 they closed that section out really good. Now, here's the fun thing Yeah. Uh, that was pointed out to me. It is, okay, they did start filming without a full script again. What? Because, but it's Macquarie. I mean, when, when you're the writer and the director, you can that's okay. You can yeah. figure shit out. I mean, he did the same thing with Rogue Nation. Isn't he Academy Award nominated? I mean, he should be because I mean, I don't know anybody that like can do action as good stuff. as him between Rogue Nation and this one. Didn't he? But, didn't he do like Usual <coughs> Suspects? Yeah, yeah, there you go. So he, like, if you watch the opening, the scene with the with White Widow. Yes. I need to see this again next time, but it was pointed out to me that if you notice. Everyone in the room is bobbing their heads as if they're listening to music, and they wonder if they ADR'd her statement, and that initially if she was singing to the room, oh. and they changed it later. That Because be... everybody in the room, when you see them, is kind of nodding their head a okay. bit. And it, there is like a band back there and stuff. There is. And she's on stage with a singer's microphone. So then the question is, was she always Max's daughter? Or, was, or did they just add that in? Right. Because they're like, Nick Argenbright's watching. Yeah, yeah. Henry was talking to me. He said, Nick really likes that. We're going to put that in. And if that's the case, thank you, Henry. It is. It is possible. That's... But yeah, but that's how they, they changed it up. And I know initially, uh, one of the other things about this that I, that I found out a couple days ago was they did have a part written for Jeremy Renner. They did. And he said no. I thought it was the schedule that he was told I know. to not do there's it. There's the I'm, shock, but you want to know why he said no? They were going to kill him. Oh, uh, yeah. He, they were actually going to do the opening segment uh, where Ving Rhames' character is, is shot and not killed. Yeah. Essentially. that In the initial draft of the screenplay, Jeremy Renner's character, Bryant, is killed. That's some bullshit. No. I, 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 yeah. And, well, I'm glad that they, he's just not there. Right. So, and he's killed. 
and that makes it a darker version for Ethan, and that apparently he does in the first in the initial shooting draft before they made some changes. Yeah, like as they were filming it, Ethan does take out a few innocent people to save the mission. What? And yeah, basically, they just said as they were making it, they discovered the thread of he is the guy who will save one that views one person and a million people the same. And yeah. so that's they did some rewrites, and that's where they changed a couple of the well, scenes. And I'm kind of glad they did that, though, because that was one of the more powerful moments, which, which is kind of crude. Because so one of the big points is that because Ethan always gets framed, uh-huh. um, it's kind of the reoccurring. That's the. I mean, here's the thing: you go into a Mission Impossible movie, he's like, you're gonna see Tom Cruise run. He's gonna cry chop the air because that's what he does. Yeah. You're gonna see Simon Pegg be kind of Simon Peggy. You're gonna see Ving Rhames sit in a van and not do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but talk and say, Ethan, you got to do this, Ethan. And then uh, you're going to get to, again, it's all awesome. Oh, but, but, and there's going to be a backstabbing, uh, a twist. You're going to have a new head of IMF. You're going to have a new head of IMF. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, because wasn't the IMF head last time was Jeremy Renner's Well, brand? technically there was nobody. Nobody it in ended charge. with Alec Baldwin being the head. Right. Because he was in the CIA. All right. Now, who's trying to take down the this, IMF? This is really the biggest spoiler. And I'm not even. I'm not going to go into it. But Alec Baldwin gets to go on a mission mm-hmm. and be a part of the mission, and it's really kind of badass. And I don't. I'm not going. Look, I want. I'm going to dance around it best I can. It's kind of cool and and kind of bittersweet, but it, it's really it's really rocking. And I don't know how they're what they're going to do for the next one. How they're going to incorporate. I mean, my, my guess they or, is they'll probably bring Jeremy Renner in as the head of IMF. I would hope that would be cool. I mean, that would be cool. He was he was off on a on a on a side mission or something. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I, Who knows? I, I went to the farmhouse with my family. Yeah. and I shot arrows all day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they, they Drink get. to that one. Yeah, so I mean, it could it could they could bring him. They could bring him that. back. And also, I did not recognize, and I had to rent the last movie. I didn't recognize that the one guy that they were breaking out was the bad guy from the last movie. Because the beard. Well, and he also just, he looked, he looked fucked up. Yeah. He looked well, pretty, I mean, and, well, and torture does that to you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also, I, think, I feel like that's why they, this one did, it succeeded in all the ways Spectre failed. Oh, yeah. And like, this was such, a, was a, such a light touch and how it tied together the last three movies and even... The first couple, like with the with it being Max's daughter. Oh yeah. So I like the first movie, and it's one of those things where when they never mention the first movie, because that's the nature of these films. They only pretty much do three, except for Ving Rhames. They mention three to the current. They never really reference the original. They don't reference Jim Phelps. Right. They don't do any of that. They don't reference Kittredge. Mm-hmm. And so when the one girl shows up, she's like, "Yeah, uh, my mother Max passed away, and you are here for that. This is a party for my mom funeral." And you're just like. Mission Impossible One. Well, Mission and, Impossible One. And, and they reference, and like you know, the Mission Impossible One ends with her basically saying she like, oh, I think we can cut a deal. Yes, like, which is pretty awesome. To IMF, and she's so. an arms dealer. Yeah, and that's what her daughter does. Yep. Which I was like, <laughs> and I don't think this is. I think I like too that they left her out in the wind. Yeah. To possibly come back too, which I really well, like. And that's one of those things that'd be like, how cool would it be? And unfortunately, the, the the characters that don't carry through through all of them. Are the female yeah. characters? Yeah. Like, how cool would it be if they take all the 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 female, lead, like Maggie Q? Um, yeah. What's her? I can't remember the other uh, girl from not from from uh, the the fourth one, from Ghost Ghost Protocol. Sorry. Paula Patton. Paula Patton, and and like Rebecca Ferguson, and put together an all female IMF team. That would be rad. That, and, and you know what? If you want to have, but then it become. Charlie's Angels a little bit. You could put Jeremy Renner over there. Yeah, put Jeremy Renner in with them. He's he's the token guy. And also, the last team. movie they established that Simon Pegg's character Benny wanted to go on. Yeah, he he go finally on got missions. to go in the field. He got to wear a mask. And this time, yes, and that was really. But the, the ending with him too was kind of like, oh no, where are we going to lose a member of the IMF team? They, and, and that's yeah, they kind of. <laughs> They did the, the same thing with him that they did w- w- with Hawkeye in Age of Ultron, where there were so many hints that Jer- that um, oh, yeah. that that because Benji- he kept saying, "It's like I have a bad feeling. This is this is not going to go to my there liking." So many hints is- that Benji was going to bite the bullet. I know, and then he almost did, and, and, and so then he doesn't, but someone else does. But just know that it's really intense because <laughs> he's yes. being choked to death. 
Oh and yeah. It doesn't look like there's no way to get him out of that. And but like, it's but like they keep dropping that hint, and I was like, I was, I was like that's true because every time he they ask him to do something, and it's like, oh, Ethan's not going to go and do the the impossible mission. We're going to send you in to do it. I don't have a good feeling about this. Can we not do this? Maybe send Ethan or anybody. I like send thing rings in. Yeah. I don't. I'll stay in the van. That's pretty. I mean, that's the. Well, staying in the van didn't work out for him at the beginning. It did not. No. So, so he's not in the van. He's near the van, but further away. That's true. But, but yeah. And did you hear the rumor though too? And not to keep bringing up the running thing, but like the apparently the more he runs yes. in the movie, the bigger the box office. Yeah. Someone, is. someone did the math of. To figuring out the distance. Is Tom it just Cruise Mission Impossible, runs. though? No, it's all the movies. Okay. They took out the only three movies he doesn't run in, which is like Vanilla Sky, <laughs> Magnolia, and like I can't remember the third one. There's only maybe Interview with a Vampire. There you go. There's I the, just watched that yeah. last night. There's the three There's, movies he, he does he not run, run in. in that. And they took the, they he took rides a horse. Assuming distance over time, and his six minute mile based upon him sprinting as opposed to actually running for distance. I love math. The I amount can't of do time that he shit, runs per movie versus box office. So beautiful. Now, wait a minute, though. Isn't that the last 20 minutes of The Firm just him running? Yeah, well, I think that movie did well. I, but, but that's a long movie, though, too. So, no, I, yeah, now that I'm thinking about this, like, yeah, he just runs the whole last part of the movie because he has to get to the place on. It's the ticking clock, but it's just Tom yeah. Cruise running. Well, speaking of which, you can definitely see that ankle break in this one. Oh, oh yeah. So, so that's the other thing too, and I, this is the thing that blows me away in the movie is that this movie more than any other action movie, and, and I, I feel like with all the superhero stuff, you see a lot of them. There are a lot more ooh, uh, like that when stuff gets hit because the dude does his own stunts, and like the opening of Guardians of the Galaxy two, Kurt Russell. I can go, oh, that's half makeup, half CGI. I can tell that. You know what I mean? But this one, it's just like, I can't see where the CGI is at on Tom Cruise's face. I think that's really fucking Tom Cruise getting hit by a car going flying through the camera. <laughs> Dear Jesus, it's terrifying. And so you're literally going, ooh. It's actually oh. him jumping between buildings. Oh, and, ugh, and you see yes. him get up and you see that ankle's not right. Oh, no. Oh, that well, that's the thing. Yeah, he keeps right. running and you can see him just kind of like peg-legging it along there yep. into the camera. Man, can, you, can you imagine if they timed the Justice League reshoots at the same time? They would have had no mustache issues. <laughs> Mustache gate would be no more. Be no if more. only we had a time machine. Oh, yes, if only. Yeah, if only. <laughs> but but that there's a lot of scenes that, like uh, oh, the ending of the movie. There's a fight that takes place on a cliff. Yes. And again, it goes into Tom Cruise climbing like a Mission Impossible too. That's the first thing that I thought of at least was like oh, yeah. oh he's just he's using old stunts now his old abilities. <laughs> Mission Impossible. That's called an homage. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't say it, but in my head I mispronounced it, so do I take a drink? I'll take a drink. (laughs) But that whole scene is like, I was like, oh, this is such a ripoff of the opening of Mission Impossible. He's just reusing his own stunts. So, spoiler alert, a badass villain death. Jesus. When I, I know I was thinking that the whole time. I'm like going like, how are they going like, to, oh. is he just going to fall? And that's like, that's not really that's cool. Lame. So not only does, uh, does Henry... Uh, I'll take a drink. <laughs> Not only does does my boy Henry get uh, is it acid battery acid in uh, his face and I, I think it's a fuel it I think it's a fuel line. Fuel so line. I think it's so like hot he's, fuel. he's fighting Tom Cruise and he's a better fight. I mean, you've seen the trailer. He like locks and loads those it, those those guns. And I it's will say this. Right uh, I want to throw this out here for the, the other few people in the room. The fist cocking was improv. Good for him. So, that was one of the best improvs ever in an action just movie. Because I just remember that's on Twitter still. Is everyone just loves the gif of him going, you can't see me at home, but he's like, he just, he, I'm also a little tipsy. Yeah, he like, he like recocks his arms and you're like, what are you doing, bro? But like, the, he's locked and loaded. The other, moment, the that was, the other moment that was improv, because apparently I know there's a couple of Henry's moments that were. Uh, one, the other was in the, uh, when they were about to jump out of the plane. And Tom goes, are we, are we clear? And he says, Crystal. Oh, that's a callback to that's yeah. the first movie. No, where, no is it a few the, good men? Oh, Tom Cruise. Are we when he when he when he asks? Oh, um, yeah. Are we? Yeah. When he's, crystal. Yeah, when he's talking to Jack Nicholson. Because he has a very particular way of saying crystal. Yes. Yeah. I can't even. I'm not even doing it right. Yeah. So apparently that was the rest. Like, that's 15 minutes. We just me trying to pronounce that drunk. That, that's <laughs> very uh, bad. That apparently happened day of, and Macquarie was like, "I'll leave it in." That's awesome. Did, doesn't he also say it to Kitchers though? At one point too. Like when they're right before he blows up the the, the fish tank, 
It might. I'm not sure. I, I don't know. That's a. But no. So not only does does my boy Henry get just shit all over his face and it's burning. I mean, he's like beating the shit out of Ethan. When he gets back to the, the side of the mountain, he gets a hook in the face and it just rips him off the cliff. And t- oh yeah, fucking brutal as shit. Helicopter. A, hel- the, a helicopter <laughs> pulls him off a cliff by a hook to the face. Yeah. It's like yeah. that happened. I was like, Oof. oh, I know. Like. Yeah, and, and apparently Henry said in an interview, like, he's like, yeah, well, Tom's doing it. I guess I should do a lot of my own stunts, too. And I was like, did you do that one? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, I'm I mean, sure. I, I, I don't, considering he was being interviewed with a face, I'm thinking Well, okay, you know what I mean. Like, they probably did some green screen thing where they just wrapped oh, yeah. around his neck or something and yanked him back. But, like, first off, you're putting a rope around your neck or something. I'm guessing. I don't probably really a know harness. that's a harness. Well, Tom Cruise doesn't have a harness. Tom Cruise. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was an overblown. The alcohol's really kicking in. Really good. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, we got yeah, we got a few more minutes to talk about Mission Impossible. Do you have anything else you want to add about Mission Impossible? I guess no, we, I mean, I guess the wrap-up train of Mission Impossible. No, I mean, I, I, I really, really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as much as I was expecting to enjoy it, which is one of those things that... As soon as I saw the first preview, I was like, I'm so fucking in. It's like, this is, I mean, I, I, have, I think I've got a gif of Henry Cavill just like doing that fist cocking thing. <laughs> Do you? Just, really? just like watching my phone for like four minutes before I go into the gym just to get pumped up. Just let's I, do this. Yeah. I, well, I like the song that was in the trailer. Uh, I think, is it by Muse? Uh, Imagine Dragons. Ma- Imagine, Magic Dragons. Imagine Dragons. <laughs> I said that on purpose. I knew that was wrong. Oh, um, uh, yes, uh, Friction. Yeah, and when you listen to it, it does sound like... It, the only thing oh, is it was on the album, I think, before the trailer came out, so I think, I think so. it was one of those... But, yeah, because after I saw the movie, I was like, I, wanna, I just want to listen to something awesome. Well, and again, that, that trailer's got impossible. a few shots that aren't in the movie, too. They, they tend to nowadays, yeah. yeah. Um, I know they, they cut the entire thing of... There's, like, the, uh, the helicopter going towards a truck on the road with a bunch of logs on it. Apparently, it's like they cut that entire scene. Like it was him. log. It was jamming up the movie. Log jamming up the movie. I'm sorry, mm. that was bad. You know what? I'll take a drink on that one. That was yeah. That, only Nick drink on that one because that yep, yep, was that's painful. Yep, that's a Nick drink on that one. Sorry. Punishment drink. Yeah. I I enjoyed the movie a lot. Alcohol brains really killing me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really doing a number. So, of so here's the thing. Would would you? <laughs> so essentially, this movie has set up for a soft reboot. It, it has in a way, yeah. So, would you want to see Macquarie continue because he's done the last two yes. so well, or would you like to see? Well, technically, wouldn't he be doing it anyway if they moved him off because it's Tom Cruise and so well, he'd probably have him ghostwrite it? Script, script doctoring for sure. Well, right. Even though it's like, why do you, you have Brad Bird? Why do you need a script doctor? But you know, yeah. potato, potato. Right. Because he did Ghost Protocol. Yes. Sorry. I'm oh, sorry. But yes, so I mean, protocol. I, guess, I guess it'd be interesting to see who. But I feel like this is one of those things where it's such a template for for an action movie. Yeah, and it's one of those things that I know. I, I know a screenwriter said once again, every fight scene in an action movie needs to reveal something. Yeah, and this one definitely did. Yeah, your te- like a fight isn't just a fight. A fight is storytelling. That that's true. I'll go with. Actually, I feel like that. I feel like not all of them, but like most of the Mission Impossibles, they have, at least towards the end of it, one of the fights have something to do with what Ethan's dealing with Agreed. emotionally. And that's why I think it's interesting. Well, the third one is purely that. Yes. Everything he does is for his wife. Ghost Protocol is kind of him having something to, at least my opinion of it, is him having to prove something with the team he's got now on top of some other things, some of it tied to his, his wife still. And then the last one... Yeah, there's always something emotional for Ethan kind of tied into that, which is nice because if they would have kept doing what Tom Cruise planned to do initially, which is every movie is a different director, a different yeah. flavor, and probably no continuity, I feel it wouldn't be where we wouldn't be 20 years later still talking no. about Mission Impossible. Well, and they, and they did the continuity in a way that it didn't feel retconned like Spectre. Oh. Which was the biggest thing. I fell asleep during that movie. That movie was <laughs> such shit. The opening, felt, the opening oh, sequence in Spectre Jesus. is perfect. But after that, it's got some issues. Sorry, the alcohol, I have no inhibition at that point. Fuck that movie. <laughs> Spectre. So, I fell, okay, I don't fall asleep during movies. I fell asleep during that one. It was so goddamn boring. 
It was he, so fun. I'm looking so, at the audience because like I'm looking for justification on how shitty that movie was. I feel like you, I feel like you need to drink on that one, Nick. <laughs> like like okay, Christopher Waltz is is thank you. <laughs> Christopher Waltz is in that movie. How can you have a bad movie about Christopher Waltz as the villain? Like, Green Hornet is not a great movie, but it's fucking entertaining because Christopher Waltz is the bad guy. You made me get bored during a Christopher Waltz villain movie. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm makes just gonna. no fucking sense. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna feel the room out on this one by a show of hands. <laughs> Does that count as, like, the George Lucas ranch? Did he finish his drink? Is that, like, similar? Well, you know what? Let me let me just keep going on this one then before I tap it off. I know. That's what I'm saying. Christoph Watts. Christoph Watts? Christoph Watts. There you go. All right. All right. Here we go. Oh, uh, we did it, people. So, I guess... Uh, I am out of a drink, though, and that's a problem. Because uh, I'm going to need more. <laughs> I'm going to fuck up something. The, uh, I mean, the two last things I'll say about the movie is, it, 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 as it goes with the soft reboot, it does give us the awesome point that we now know there is this entire organization of apostles still out there. Yes. So they, there's so much they can do. And even the fact that I would love them to be like, give Rebecca Ferguson a Netflix series where she gets to hunt down the apostles, which that as, as a tie-in well, would, be, would, would be... And IMF would be... Yeah, it'd be fucking amazing. Yeah, well, I'll also, say, at that point, I'll also yeah. say too, uh, Christopher... I have no drink. And, and the other thing I'll say is, when she blows away fake... John Lark, that is a shit ton of blood. That is. Yeah. I don't know what she shot him with and what, like, how much, like, if he's like a half mosquito, yeah. but like that, there was so much blood over that bathroom. <laughs> Delayed response on your mosquito joke. Um, no, I also, and this is to go back to Macquarie a little bit, but like, there's a scene where Ethan meets with Ferguson's character, Ilsa. and they, Ilsa. I don't have a drink, so I'm good right now. Elsa, Elsa, Elsa they meet in that. In that he just sh- went to Frozen. I did. <laughs> they went to that tree area. Yeah. It's, a, it's beautifully shot. Oh, God, yeah. Feels very spyish anyway. And they have that really kind of a, a, a spy like conversation where they say nothing and everything at the same time. Yeah. Which is good acting on both their parts because I feel like Tom Cruise doesn't really act too much anymore. He just does what he does in the mission. He does Ethan Hunt, and that's pretty much it. Mm. But although American Made was fantastic, was it? Yeah. I've not, I've not seen that yet. I want to see. That. I, I recommend that one. For um, sure. It was, it was one of the sad things when watching an interview with the vampire last night. I was just like, oh, I remember when Tom Cruise used to kind of act in movies. He would still be Tom Cruise a little bit in them, yeah. but he would still act. Um, I mean, no. So like, they still had that shit for him He's still step acting on. like Tom Cruise, and then, or he's not acting like Tom Cruise. He's acting like the stat. And then at the very end of the movie, where he takes Christopher uh, Christian Slater. He becomes. I feel like that's Christoph fucking, Slater. I think Christoph is what Slater. To say. Thank you. He, <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Interview with the vampire. Yeah, but you're just like Jesus. That's, that's, that's. I feel like that's Tom Cruise because he's like he's playing. First off, in the last scene, like a year ago, we didn't see him know anything about like fucking lights or whatever. I'm sorry. Interview with the vampire. Because Lewis visits him. This is very fresh for me because I saw it last <laughs> night. He visits him at Lestat, and Lestat is afraid of any type of modern day lights. And so he's like, the lights won't hurt you. This is not sunlight. Kind of grow the fuck up and grow some balls on the stats. Like, oh, I'm scared. I feel like Nick's at like eight drinks once we get him another one. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah. If we get another one, which I certainly don't think will happen right now. But oh, oh, we'll have it. So next it time, might be off air, but you're going to have yeah, it. Uh, next, well, yeah, I will make up from the, the ones I've missed. The tab uh, shall be paid. All right. So, so overall, Mission Impossible, good. Yes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... A few weeks ago, I, Corey Taylor, I think, is the guy yeah. who started it. He tweeted, if you had to cast a movie, keep one cast member in the original movie. So, like, for example, Mission Impossible, maybe we would not keep Ethan. Yeah, I need another draft, please. Same here, please. Yep. <laughs> you might want to get two. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Just the, the sound effects of it walking yeah. away. Sorry. Nick has drunk hair now, by the way. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> became very self-aware for one second. Like, we're, we're, I don't have a lot of it left. Push it down. Push it down. It's still just an audio podcast, Nick. I know. I know. But we have an audience, so I'm now very aware. Anyway, which is weird. Now's the point where I'm hyper-aware. <laughs> You're still pretty. Oh, thank you so much. I have a very nice dress on and everything. No, but 
The, the thing was, is like, so Mission Impossible, you would keep maybe Ving Rhames, but you'd recast like all the other characters with Muppet <laughs> versions of them. Man. Or you would do... You keep the one... I, that's I, true. Because a, a, a Muppet Ving Rhames would just be in a van, and that'd be a waste. Okay, so, so maybe Kittredge? So, no, no, I, mean, no I, I agree with that. Keep Ving oh, Rhames. Oh, keep Ving Rhames, because he's only in the van. Because yeah, he's yeah. only in a van. You just keep cutting to him in a van, like watching so, so the Muppet So Kermit action. would probably be Tom Cruise's character. Because yeah. he, he would probably put him in the lead, kind of, but that would be the... And so... I thought that was a really good thing, so I posted it on my Facebook, and everybody chimed in. You chimed in with The Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last Jedi, keep Rose, just to piss off all the fucking alt-right which, haters. Because that's part of a very toxic fandom. They, a lot of people hate yep. Rose, which I don't really get. But And who did you pick for, for Kylo from The Muppets? I can't remember, because you asked me specifically Poe. You asked me who Gonzo would be. Well, and yeah. I, said, I said Gonzo would be Poe because his chicken would be uh, BB-8. Okay, because see, in my mind, I think it would be funnier if he was Kylo Ren, just going, let the past die. Just watching him trying to even, like, because then he'd have the mask for a little bit, try to fall down in front of him. And also, he has that weird thing where his eyes kind of go bulge back up and, up and down. I, I, Although Sam the Eagle having a meltdown would be kind of funny. Well, I would, I would, I would, so, um, so, no, no, that would be good. I, I, just, I viewed him a little bit as uh, Snope. Yeah. Snoke, Snoke. But that's why, that's why I felt like him as Kylo, because it's just oh, him having a meltdown. So Play a little against hype, it's fun. Nick's catching up on his drinks. I'm, ca- I'm caught up. Thank you so much, by the way. So we're going to kind of go through some of these, and we'll take suggestions from you guys on things that we can kind of... Oh, that's goofs, not quotes. So, like, so, for example, so one of the quotes that Snoke says is, you are no Vader, you are just a child in a mask, like... You are no Vader. You are just a child in a mask. You know that would be a, that would be a very okay. Sam the Eagle kind of vibe. Or do you do yeah. you think he would be a better Kylo? See, I don't know. I just be, I think it'd just be fun to have you know someone who takes themselves so seriously have a meltdown, which is why. I'd, but what would I'd his meltdown be? Would he just have like because because Kylo has a fucking meltdown? Oh yeah, yeah. Sam, I feel kind of just like well, I, I, you know, you would have to muppetize it up a little bit. Uh, but yeah, you would have to for sure. Who would be Luke? Oh, that's a good. Um, gosh, I don't would know. that be Kermit? Who would be Luke from the Muppets? <laughs> Yo- I like it. I like it. Jo- I think John Yoda is technically a Muppet, played by, by Frank Oz. Yeah. He's part of the original repartee. Yoda of the, of as Luke. So I, love I, it. I like that. No, I can't, I can't strike me that. down in anger, and I will always be with you. Hmm? <laughs> Just like your father. Hmm? Um, so that would be good. So who would be Ray? Would that be Miss Piggy? I, I feel like probably. Yeah. Miss. Okay. I'm not even going to dare try her. That's yes, fair. Uh, so then you got. So we. So we have Kylo. Well, and now here's the question on this: Can we? Can we branch out into Sesame Street puppets? Yes, okay. I fully agree with that. Because I. Perfect. Again, earlier I think at the beginning of the podcast I said Grover would probably make a really interesting Ethan Hunt. Okay. Yeah. You know. Red light, green light. I think that was like, it's worse now than it was then. I think like Snuffleupagus as uh, Snuffleupagus. Okay, as, no, no, as who? As Benji. As Cause, Benji. Because he's always complaining about how he's going to get killed. Oh, oh this God. is always a bad idea. Yep. I feel like this is not going to go my way. See, that's what I'm saying. You're right, good. and and then if, well, I, mean, I mean I mean Oscar the Grouch is Ving Rhames because he never leaves the van he never leaves he's always kind of grumpy right yeah he's always like Ugh. I don't yeah. do voices so and then, and then, what the and then he, he <laughs> there's the little worm that he has does anyone know the worm that Oscar the Grouch has Mimey Slime Slime alright first off I've got to take a drink on that Mimey's a different program <laughs> that's the Spain version <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I remember, I love that little character. He would always show up all the time, and it's the only friend really Oscar gives a shit about, really. I, st- I still say the one that I would love to do would have been Big Trouble in Little China. Or, yes. or, okay. or even, the other one would be uh, The Thing. Keep Kurt Russell and have everyone else be Muppets in The Thing. <laughs> Here's a, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Muppet Wilf- Wilford Brimley just going... <laughs> Insane. Okay, now who would you have the Muppet? I would have that be Ralph. Rolf. Yeah, no, that's a good Ralph. one. That's a good one. I'm not a hyphen, but I get by. With a mustache. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with a fake mustache. Can you play a piano, though? Because that's what Rolf does. Yeah. Before he turns into a weird... <laughs> <laughs> 
We're doing good so far. Okay. Um, so, uh, is there any particular quotes you wanted to try doing from The Last Jedi before we move on to I, another I don't one do I have? Muppet voices, so I'm, I'm good. Well, 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 you can, but here's the great thing, is you can do Quint <laughs> or the, the, the normal character, the actor that we keep. You can, you can do him. I have printout. Yeah. Oh, so, for, one for, of the suggestions oh, I was, I, sure, yeah. I don't know who suggested it, but someone suggested, it might have been one of the Wheeler brothers from Cin, uh, I feel Cinema like I Real Estate, or was it one. you? I might have suggested Jaws, so I apologize. It was, if it was you, it I was uh, Jaws, and we keep Robert Shaw as Quint. Yeah. And I thought that was really good. So, who, I'm guessing, who do you have uh, for Dreyfus? Well, this is where you guys, the Einstein, nice. we're going to mimic your very wonderful suggestions. <laughs> Poorly. That's a key word, poorly. So obviously, so the first one would be, and, and I know you don't do voices, but you're going you're gonna to suffer. No, that's fine. Uh, I think this is one of them. Uh, or no, turn the page over. It's, uh, so we have two scenes from Jaws. This is how prepared I am. We were supposed to do Last Jedi and this one, and I only had Jaws, so I apologize. So one of them is the scene where the mayor and Chief Brody are talking about finding Chrissy Tompkins and I think the Kittredge boy. Mm. And they're talking about closing down the beaches, and it's that really great scene where they're on the, the ferry, and Spielberg does that awesome one shot where the camera never moves, but the ferry is moving. It's pretty. It's pretty. Inge- I'm also a Spielberg fan, so I apologize. Yeah, apologize for being a fan of a great director. Yeah. I know, but dick. a lot of people don't like his newer stuff. So I. I anyway, uh, well, apparently people shit on him at film schools now, t- or they have for the past twenty years. It's like, oh, you're a Spielberg fan. Ugh. Oh yeah, it's because it's cool. Thank you. I, I feel so much better. I really, I, I meant that sincerely. I mean, it came off like an asshole. I know. I thank you. I have. I need a, another drink. So I'm gonna throw this one in Nick's fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, my wife, we, drink. we watch a lot of Real Housewives, so I'm used to just drinking. No, you're, you're good. <laughs> so we have Chief Brody. Who should Chief Brody be? Kermit. Hey, Kermit. Okay. I was thinking similar. So we'll call him uh, Kermit, Chief Kermit Brody. Well, that will be. Who should Mayor Vaughn be? Fozzie Bear. Fozzie Bear. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that, that one's right on. All right. So, uh, all right. So, I'll... all right. So, we're writing this down so we can. So, Kermit is Brody. Vaughn, the mayor, is Waka Waka Fozzie. I almost spelled, I wrote down Waka Fozzie. All right. There's like the chief examiner, and then there's a character called Meadows. Who should they be? Okay, Gonzo, can I throw out Pepe, the pawn? I'll, does anyone have any objections to uh, that? It's prawn. Prawn, oh. Pawn is something that is a reality show that dad By the way, he's a king prawn. Yeah. As he would be quick to remind, okay. All right, so, uh, sorry, I forgot what was the other suggestion. I'm, oh, Gonzo, Gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> Alcohol is great for your brain. We'll make Pepe the, the... I almost died eating a salad today, so alcohol... How did you die eating a salad? It was shredded asparagus, and I choked on it. Fair enough. It's actually true. I had to throw up <laughs> to get it out of my throat. It's great. <laughs> it kind of bummed out at the end a little bit. Yeah. That's what um, happens I almost died. It was great. It All right, so we'll have the chief examiner be Pepe, yeah. um, and then we'll have Gonzo as Meadows. All right. I know you can't do voices, but what do you want? To, anything you want to try? Uh, I'll fuck up whatever you want me to. All right. I'll do. Sorry, I can't read my own writing. There's lots of drunkenness I mean, going on. Fonzie here. is basically a Catskills comedian, so. Ah, waka waka. Yeah. So, um, you think you can do Kermit? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. All right. Well, that's that, the best that, I can do. That, that'll, that'll be fine. All right, and then, or do you have a preference? I know, I'll do that. All right, so you do Kermit, and then can you think you can do Pepe? What's Pepe? Pepe sounds like this, okay? He just adds okay to the end of it. Yeah, all right. Racially perfectly fine. Yeah, this is totally not at all offensive in any way. (laughs) All right, so the first scene is uh, Chief Brody, Mayor Vaughn, uh, Meadows, and the Chief Examiner talking on the ferry as they're going. And I'll I'll do Gonzo, too. Sorry, I didn't add that. So go for it, Kermit. Uh, Charlie, take me up to those kids, will you? Kermit, Kermit, you're going to shut down the beaches on your own authority? What other authority do I need? Well, technically, you need a civic ordinance or a a resolution by a board of selectives of chickens. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) I have the next line, too. Uh, uh, 
That was just going by the book. We're really a little anxious that you're, uh, uh, you're rushing into something serious here, Kermit. It's your first summer, you know. What does that mean, Fonzie? I'm only trying to say that Amity is a summer town. We need summer dollars. If the people can't swim here, they'll be glad to swim at the beaches of Cape Cod, Hampton, Long Island. That doesn't mean we're to serve up um, as a smorgasbord. But we never have that kind of trouble in these water, right, girls? Ma, 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 ma. Yes. <laughs> what else could have done that to that tadpole? <laughs> Where are we Boat propeller, waka waka waka. That's the most awkward waka waka. I'm sorry. The funniest thing actually in this town is when someone dies. So it's <laughs> that is kind of yeah. Well, I think uh, possibly uh, yes, uh, a boating accident. A uh, boat. That's not what you told me over the phone. Oh, I uh, was wrong. We have to amend our reports. Understand by that? Hey. I can't really stand. I'm a little prone, but okay. Martin, a summer girl goes swimming, swims out a little far. She tires. A fishing boat comes along. Wow. It happened before. I don't... Oh, uh, well, whoa. <clears throat> I'm sorry, people. Drunk brain. I don't think you appreciate the gut reaction people that have to these things. Bonson, I appreciate it. I'm just reacting to what I was told. Martin, it's all, Kermit, it's all psychological. You yell barracuda, everybody says, huh, what? You yell shark, and we gotta panic our hands on the 4th of July. Ah? Okay, you can take us back now. Barracuda eat me pretty good. <laughs> all right, and so the last one we have, so we're gonna keep Kermit as Chief Martin Brody. Sure. So now we need a uh, Hooper, who's not been the previous... Animal? Oh. Ooh. All right. Who? Skeeter? Which one's Skeeter? I feel so bad. I can maybe do Animal. Animal? I can, I can maybe do Animal. Right. You can do Quint. Okay. Yeah, I can do... Okay, I can do can Quint. All right. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Hooper, who was originally played by Richard Dreyfus, is going to be Animal, played by Eric. And you're going to do Kermit, too? I mean, I guess if unless you want to take over, I'll, I'll take over. I'll take over Kermit. And I'll and be so this will be Kermit, probably sounding like Kermit. <laughs> Won't be that good, but yeah. All right, Mr. Quinn, you're gonna need an extra hand. This is uh, Animal Hooper. Mm. I know who he is. I've created three transplants. Transplants. Uh, no, 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 no. He's from the uh, Oceanographer Institute. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Americans Cup trial. Animal. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Hooper, Mr. Animal, I'm not talking about pleasure boating or daily sailing. I'm talking about working for a living. I'm talking about sharking. Well, I'm not talking about having some I'm talking about finding a great white. It's all you Porkers. Talking about porkers. Mr. Hooper, just tie me a sheep shank. I haven't had the past basic statement could be a long time. Animal didn't say how short you want it yet. How's that? <laughs> give me your hands. Kill you again. Selfish. When you give me a $5,000 net, you got $2,000 worth of fishermen. And along comes Mr. Whitey. By the time he's finished up with that net, it looks like a kitty scissors class has cut it up for a paper doll. You got city hands, Mr. Hooper. You've been counting money all your life. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, I don't need this. I don't need this working class hero quip anymore! Okay. Oh, okay. Um. Uh. You uh. You ain't gonna do this aboard the ship, are you, Mister uh, Quentin? Maybe I should go alone. Well, uh, <clears throat> it's uh, 
my party, uh, my charter. Yeah, it's your charter. It's your party. It's my vessel. You're on board my vessel, mate and master pilot, and I'm captain. Take him for ballast chief. Yeah, you got him. All right, and scene, and that's yeah. that's the. I think well, I crushed it. No, yeah, you crushed it. I, you, you that was, that was I don't good. do voices. That was really good. So that's how we would do Jaws. I yeah. think that would be accurate. What, what Muppet would play the shark? Oh, what's the one? It's in the newer movies. He like eats everything. He's like huge, and I don't know the name of the character. He's like hello, every was it? It's not Sweetums. One of the original guys. This is like thinking the, since Muppets Tonight Ford. He's guy. He does. The, he's done by the voice guy who does the puppeteer who does uh, Pepe the Prawn. He. I'm sorry. This doesn't really help anybody. Um, no, it doesn't. Yeah. I just know that Sweetums <laughs> is a full standing Muppet character. This is the normal puppet, but he's a rather huge one, and like pretty much. The Muppet mouth will grab the puppet and swallow it whole. Hello, hey, yeah, I, that's not doing anyone anything. Well, Sorry. Google that, listeners yeah, so, at home. Uh, on that note, I want to finish my drink, and this is the end of the good, the bad, and the geeky. Thank you, uh, guys. Thank you, Eric. And thank, thank you, for you having guys, me. for bearing with me while I did that. <laughs> and uh, for more, go to gbgpodcast.com, um, where you can play the drinking game at home. And. Uh, <laughs> And up next, I think we have a sneak preview from Lost in Time. Yes? Yes, yeah, so thank you all for coming out. Let's give you Prince Festival. Woo! Please.